Hello guys and welcome to episode 20 of SEO Tales where myself and Itamar are back as normal and we are going to be talking about tips for blogging. Now you may go, why the hell are these guys talking about tips for blogging? Um, But all the time we read online and there's guys blogging, they're not monetizing it, they don't understand the different monetization options and... We want to just talk through some of the different ways that you can monetize a blog because so many times when I've audited the website, people are putting their heart and soul into writing some good stuff, some great images, or, or you know, whether it be cheats for a for for a game, even, you know, whatever. And there's no monetization going in behind it. And whether that's because they don't feel that they can monetize it. Um, or just you know, just don't, just don't understand you know the the, the whole monetization model. We'll talk about a few different tips. So, Itamar, we'll start today on your blog. So you've <coughs> recently, um, you know, put your blog together, the the itamarblower.com, and you know you you've obviously got a reason for it. I'm I'm going to assume you're not just enjoying writing about SEO and the, the stuff that goes on. So what are you doing to monetize that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think with my blog, you know, I, I'm a service provider, right? I provide SEO services to people, uh, whether that's through consultation, whether that's through training, you know, there needs to be a way for for me to get leads, right? So I would say lead gen is, is the first way of me trying to monetize my site, getting ways for people to book um, to book calls with me so that I can kind of speak to them, try and you know do a bit of personal selling, get them sold onto the kind of services that I provide. Um, but also, you know, there's other things as well. You know, even Legion in terms of capturing emails, so people um, subscribing to to my newsletter. That's another way for me to use my blog to get more get more data, get more information um, from people who who are kind of in my audience base. Uh, this, that, and the other. Um, you know, I've got there's some affiliate stuff as well. Sometimes in certain blog posts, if I can incorporate um, some kind of affiliate links in there, then I do that. Um, and I think these methods for me work because you know it's the kind of thing that I suppose that in terms of lead gen stuff, you'd expect that from a service provider, right? You're not going to have a website of a service provider without any ways to to contact them or any ways to kind of um, call them and that kind of stuff. So, you know, for my blog, it's it's those kind of main, you know, lead gen providing a service, but also uh, some affiliate stuff when I can kind of weave it in correctly. I don't go, you know, I'm not an affiliate site where, you know, I've just got a bunch of random articles trying to sell people different things off Amazon or whatever the, the platform is. Um, so, you know, it, and I think in my example, it's it goes to show that, you know, I might, as much as I might like SEO and like blogging about SEO, and that's what my blog really is, it's to kind of you know help people uh, with different parts of SEO, get people more information so that they can apply stuff on their websites. Um, but, you know, it's not just the fact that I like writing this content. You know, there's certain things that you need to get out of it. And I feel like you need to do that in, with anything that you do. You know, don't just kind of write stuff just because you like writing stuff. So, for example, if I'm going to be writing a blog post, um, I'll embed video videos from YouTube on there. Why do I do that? Because I want people to watch that 
And then when they watch that and they get that value, they might go ahead and subscribe and they might go ahead and share my video. So there's always a kind of method behind the madness in the sense that, you know, you don't just kind of write a bunch of stuff out um, just for the sake of it. It needs to be planned out um, in, a, in some kind of process in terms of what you want to get out. So that's the kind of stuff that I do. Um, Craig, obviously, you do some um, some similar stuff on your blog, but obviously, you've got a lot more. You've You've got you know, the kind of courses that you've got um, for that people can, can kind of check out. You've got training stuff, you've got the videos. Um, so what do you do? I'd, I guess I'd ask, what do you do differently um, from what I do? Um, nothing really other than the scale, you know, the length of time I've done it. Um, you know, I do sell training courses, I do sell services, I do build an email marketing list. I am capturing data through the Facebook pixel um, to allow me to retarget you. Um, I do have other affiliate links in there, for example, SEMrush, or if there's a great tool out there that I feel is beneficial to, to the audience that I've got, then, of course, I'm going to do that and obviously monetize it. You know, I've also got to put food on the table for my family, and everyone does, and, you know, this is what I do for a living, so... I've got to monetize it, so I've got our various tool providers on there. Um, what I don't do is is pedal garbage that I don't believe works, and I think that is something you need to be careful of, and something I want to highlight. So obviously, you 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 know you're going to pedal your services because you believe in yourself and 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 and, and the the service that you offer, um, and that's one thing. You know that's perfectly fine to do for anyone, but there's a lot of guys out there who release blog posts on tools that they probably don't even, you know, try or haven't used or whatever. You know, someone's probably just went, hey, man, here's, you know, 30 40% commission. Do, do you want to pedal this stuff? And that's also fine if that's the kind of guy you are. Um, I've tried to do it slightly differently where I'm not going to pedal every tool in the market because, you know, I've wasted lots of money in different tools over the years that that um either I just didn't like or or you know just didn't do everything they said. So I'm trying to be more of a refined, you know, polished up one where try and be a trusted source when it comes to digital marketing, you know, in terms of if I find an amazing new tool for email marketing, I will certainly blog about it. And if it's going to save people money or it's got extra functionality that none of us are doing, then great, I want to tell the world about it, um, and I'll do videos on it, I'll get, you know, the owner on, and we'll talk about it in a podcast, so I'm trying to do stuff like that, because I'm enthusiastic about what we do, and, and you know, I think automation and everything else is something that's constantly growing, so I'm not doing anything that different from what you're doing, I'm just doing it in probably, you know, a bigger way um just because i've been doing it for longer you know i've got a lot more blog posts and uh and that that's it so that that's one way of monetizing it you know but i have come across many other bloggers who have a lot more than that on their blog and you know they've got adsense running they've got they're selling amazon affiliate stuff they've got all sorts of stuff going on um and there are so many other ways that you can monetize a blog. And I've seen that again. Travel bloggers is the worst. You know, I see so many travel bloggers out there doing some great stuff, posting amazing images of amazing places they've visited across the world. 
and they don't monetize it at all. And you're just like, why? Why are you doing this? And they're probably just like, yeah, I just, I just wanted to travel for a year and document my journey. And you're like, fuck, you know, why don't you have Booking.com on there? Why don't you have this, that, and the next thing? You know, even the equipment you're using for traveling, you can sell loads of that. You know, the cameras and all of the stuff you're using to record all of that footage, you could push that. Um, <clears throat> but there are many other ways you can monetize a blog as well, such as, you know, lead gen um, for, for kind of local companies. You know, I know a lot of guys that have thrown up websites or blogs, if you want to call them that. It's still the same thing as far as I'm concerned. Blanket an area, you know, for roofers and Grimsby or whatever and cover every other surrounding area, generate leads. Um, I think the old things like AdSense and stuff, you know, you, you need serious, serious volume to make AdSense work for you. Um, but, you know, you've got to use your blog as a driver of traffic to, to something and you can make money through YouTube as well. You know, if you can use your blog to highlight a whole bunch of great videos on a particular subject, you know, and even if it's a niche subject like fishing or, you know, some of the dancing that you do, Itima, um, what do you call the one the one that's on your your website and you're doing some kind of... Swing dancing. Swing dancing. You know, these are all niche things which I'm sure get, you know, thousands of search on, on YouTube as well. And I'm not suggesting that you now go and monetize swing dancing as, along with your SEO, but you may have another blog about swing dancing and maybe teaching people how to do it and stuff like that. You know, it's not just a generic dancing thing. You know, it's a, a, a very specific type of dancing. And, you know, a lot of people are passionate about that stuff and maybe want to learn, you know, whether it's for fitness reasons, whether it's for socializing reasons, whether it's for, you know, whatever other reason, you know, you're just passionate about that kind of dancing. And uh, <coughs> I think that's the great thing about blogging is that there is so many different things in the world that you could blog about, food even, you know, whatever, and uh, and you can monetize it in one way, shape, or form, whether that's through YouTube, through AdSense, through any other form of advertising, booking.com, private affiliates, um, or even selling the leads on to someone you know, you don't even have to get your hands dirty. You can basically, you know, put a phone number on there, get it tracked, charge the guy per phone call, per lead, track the forms, do all of that stuff, um, and have a lead gen website so you can get involved as much as you want in terms of, like, you, Etimar, you could be on there dancing and all that and all the videos and take a big part in the whole thing. Um, or you could just basically provide the content and, and the phone number and have a more hands-off role. And I think that is... <clears throat> some ways that you can, you know, utilize your blog, but you you must have seen it yourself, Itamar. There'll be guys out there in some of these niches, including like the swing dancing or whatever. I can guarantee if I was to Google that just now, there'll be blogs out there that are just not monetized whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you see that a lot, and you see that probably in most niches or, or every niche, you'll find blogs out there that. I don't know if it's whether they haven't thought about how they can monetize or maybe they've tried and it hasn't worked or maybe they think, you know, there's no way I'm going to make money off this. And I feel like that that last one, that mindset of thinking, 
you know, oh, I, you know, I'm just going to blog because I like it, but I don't really think like I'm not doing it for the money. And I feel like that reasoning is something that you hear most of the time where people are like, okay, I'm doing this, but I'm not doing this for the money. Maybe they've got another job. Uh, maybe they just do blogging on the side. But, you know, even if you do that on the side, there are still, as Craig mentioned, there are loads of ways that you can monetize your blog. So there's no reason why you shouldn't do it. But maybe people just don't know, you know, maybe people are lazy. Let's assume that everyone is lazy. So, Craig, what's the easiest way to monetize a blog? Just standard. And I would say private affiliates, you know, I think... You know, whether it's fishing, whether it's dancing, whether it's SEO, there's got to be some equipment or some tools that you're going to need for that particular job or, you know, boats or whatever. Um, so if I'm really passionate about boats, for example, I could blog about the boats. I could do lead gen for guys that sell boats. I could sell all of the kind of stuff that you need for a boat, you know, cleaning equipment and, you know, obviously accessories and improvements to your boat. Um, so I think the the kind of selling equipment and you know products and stuff like that is the easiest because you can do that through the lowest form of commission through Amazon. But if you look for private um, companies, private wholesalers or whatever who do supply that equipment and give you a better commission, you're much better going through them and you know, promoting what they have. And, and, you know, even with boats, you know, you've got, like, fenders for a boat, you've got cleaning equipment, you've got new radios, stereos, lights, you know, navigation systems. All of that stuff costs a lot of money and you can make good commission on it. So, and and, and I'm pretty sure, regardless of what niche you, you're passionate about or you're blogging about, there will almost certainly be multiple options um you know to to do that and i think you know adsense as i said to you is also very easy but you need sheer sheer volume for that to be worth your while if you're fortunate enough to be in a niche where your videos or your website is driving in hundreds of thousands of people i see no reason why you wouldn't add adsense to it um but what i do personally hate is seeing a blog that's over monetized, so it's got everything on it. Um, you know, it's got AdSense, it's got affiliate, it's got fucking, you know, everything on there. And not because, you know, that I'm jealous, you know, that guy's, you know, advertised everything. I think it just looks a little cluttered and just takes the value away from a blog as well if you see it plastered with monetization things. You know, as I say, I totally get anyone in the world's here to make money, but when you've got AdSense and, you know, banner ads running and, and all sorts of stuff going on, you're just like, man, I can see exactly what you're doing here. This is just a big mishmash of junk. And uh, and is the thing that I'm even reading true. That, and, and I think that is the other side of it as well. And uh, so it can be easy. And I think people can, and you said that to my people get lazy. I think people are also greedy out there as well and they can overdo it. So for anyone listening, um, be careful not to overdo it as well because I just think it takes that trust side of things away. What do you think about that? 
Yeah, hundred percent. And it's not even just that. I feel like you know, if you're if you've got so much AdSense on on your site, right, your your page speed's going to be horrible. Like it's going to take ages to load your site. And as soon as somebody lands on your site, the first thing that they'll see is the ads, right? And they're just going to literally leave your site anyway. They're not going to engage with your site, and that's going to be horrible for for the kind of brand that you're building or for your your blog or whatever. So I feel like you know you need to avoid the extremes. So don't have like no monetization, but don't have all of the monetization. I feel like you make a good point that people are quite greedy by nature. Humans are quite greedy. So, you know, do as best as you can to be moderate in terms of how you monetize your blog. I wouldn't say, you know, as much as it sounds nice to go for everything. So you've got the affiliate, you've got the AdSense, you know, you put and put a bunch of YouTube videos on there. Um, you do Legion. It's all well and good, but you need to think about how your users are going to behave as well. You know, the human mind can't, you know, it can't take all of these actions and want to perform them as well as, you know, people land on your blog to, to read your content. They don't come on your blog to start engaging with ads. So you need to be really care careful about, you know, the kind of user journey that people have. So, you know, and that's why I think, as you mentioned, Craig, the affiliate um, or the private affiliate stuff is going to be your best bet because, at least if you've got a blog that looks very clean, let's say it has no ads on it, and you've got a great guide, let's say about uh, boats and, and equipment and stuff like that, and you put in some private affiliate links in there, and I mean, you might get loads of commission on these products that cost a lot of money. So, you know, as long as you kind of keep your, your blog looking professional, looking clean, and that's why I kind of, tend to go away from AdSense unless, like you say, I've got a blog with, you know, 100,000 monthly visitors. In that case, I would have maybe, you know, some ads placed on, on the sidebar or towards the bottom. But generally speaking, I would avoid that um, because I feel like AdSense as well as a monetization platform, I feel like it's quite old. You know, it's stuff that you would have seen so much of, you know, like over a decade ago because um, that was probably the biggest form of, of earning money uh, through blogging back in the day. But, you know, now times have changed. You've got to become a lot more modern. You've got to think like a modern blogger. And I feel like a lot of people still get stuck in the past. Maybe they've been blogging for so many years and they're like, oh, I've used AdSense, you know, like 20 years ago, whatever. Uh, and they still kind of use it. And I think, you know, you've got to be, you've got to get with the times <laughs> if, that, mm -hmm. if that may, you know, in terms of phrasing it like that. Um, but really, you've got to think of the user journey. You've got to, you know, don't put so many ads on to slow your site down, get people off it. Um, don't be greedy with it. And you just got to be smart. I think it's also one of those things that it depends on the niche that you're in. Uh, because in certain niches, you know, you're better off, like in the boat one, you're better off just having a, you know, a blog that's very professional, very reputable about, you know, guides in terms of like uh, boat equipment, things like that. And you're better off just getting private affiliate stuff on there in these guides. Um, so, you know, I think you just got to be smart about it. Do your research beforehand. Don't just kind of jump into monetization thinking, all right, today I'm going to monetize my blog. Let me just, you know, get some ads from anywhere. You've got to keep it relevant, I think. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think that pretty much sums sums all of it up, isn't it? Is there anything that hasn't been mentioned? No, I think you know the, these are the kind of standard monetization models, and uh, we pretty much have covered them. I know it's uh, a basic subject, but I think a lot of people don't think about the monetization of a blog. 
um, or why they're doing it. And I think us to to just remind people gently that you know there there is a purpose to this. There's a reason why you're spending your time blogging, and it's not to. In most cases, it's certainly not to to make a journal. Of course, there'll be an instance where someone maybe does want to document a journey or or, or something. Um, which is perfectly fine, and you may not want to monetize that. But I think for you know the vast majority of cases, you know, do consider the monetization as well because it's obviously nice to to get some side income. Could pay for a holiday. Could pay. Could be a full time job. Um, you know, depending on the the volume and scale that you go in at it, and. Uh, like you, Etamar, you know, you're, you're starting out with your blog as such, and I'm pretty sure that, you know, in five years' time or ten years' time, that blog will still be kicking about. The the offerings may have changed slightly, um, but I'm sure what we'll see is a lot more blogs on there, you know, volume, variations of different things, you know, whether it be, you know, tools, products, whatever, you know, you just never know. But I think, you know, there's always going to be that long-term goal, um, you're going to be blogging, you know, certainly for me. Um, you know, I never thought that my blog was going down and it was a one-year job or anything. This is something that evolves over a, a five or a ten or a, you know, even longer period. So um, start out as you mean to go on and make sure that the blog pays for itself and some fun along the way. Absolutely. I think you summed it up quite nicely. Um and yeah, I think that's that's a nice way to end it there. So yeah, thank you guys for watching this episode 20 of SEO Tells. Hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, leave a like rating below, leave a comment and subscribe to both our YouTube channels. That'll be much appreciated. And as always, we'll see you next week. Thank you for watching. Cheers.